Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, Jimmy G? Should we add Mac Jones's name to that list? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again. It's quote week here on the show. Got some things to get into about another quarterback that could be on the move this offseason. But before we jump into that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. You're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you got to do is make sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. I told you at the top, it's quote week here on the show. We have another quarterback and more quotes that could potentially see that quarterback be on the move. And I don't think it's a surprise that there are rumors of struggles between Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. We saw those struggles between Mac Jones and Bill Belichick last season. We all know of those struggles. It sort of played out pretty publicly during that Monday night game where both Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi played in the game. But it was all part of a plan, according to Bill, when Mac was coming back from his injury and the kind of weirdness, the weird vibe that I think we all got from that contest. It got it played out publicly with Jones showing frustration on the sidelines, not just during that game, but all throughout the season. And I know this is going to come as a shock to a lot of you, but I'm not really surprised that an offense with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia at the helm Fell apart at the seams. I know, I know what you're thinking, Chris. How how could you think that when you have former two former NFL head coaches and Joe Judge and Matt Patricia? How could the offense fall apart? Well, you know, when you have a special teams coordinator and a defensive minded coach coaching up your offense, no wonder why Mac Jones uh, is struggling. No wonder why there's infighting between all four of those parties: between Mac, between Bill, between Joe, between Patricia. I mean. There was a scathing uh, column written uh, or report written, and I forget exactly uh, the publication, but I believe it was a Boston publication that talked about just the turmoil between Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and the offense just being all over the place and not knowing who the voice was and Judge kind of undercutting what Patricia was trying to do. And it just, it sounded dysfunctional from the word go. Now, again, I don't need a time machine to go back. We all knew at the time that this was going to be a poor decision, but I just think we are all shocked that a Bill Belichick coach team could have that much dysfunction, and so much so that look at what they did this offseason with the offensive coordinator hire. They went to Bill O'Brien. They went back to the well of the Patriot way. They went back to an offensive mind. They went back to somebody that Bill Bill knows, They went, but they went for stability. They went for somebody who's been there, done that, former NFL head coach, good offensive mind, was just at Alabama, can, can create some stability for this room, can create some stability for Mac Jones. I mean, that is the pendulum swinging in the other direction for Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. But will it involve Mac Jones? And I think a lot of these comments are being taken too far because there's a lot of words here. And I said this yesterday when we were talking about Aaron Rodgers. There are certain words that do the heavy lifting in some sentences and that those are the ones you put emphasis on. There's a lot of hedging here from Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated. He went on 98.5, the Sports Hub up in Boston. And here are just a couple of the quotes. I'll read one of them and then we'll react to it. 
Quote, internally, I don't know if they see a massive gap between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. I'm not saying they think Bailey's as good as Mac, but there was some element of Bailey doing what he was coached to do last year that I think Bailey, that gave Bailey the edge to some degree for a little while there. End quote. All right, well, that kind of goes along with what we've heard about the infighting between Mac and the frustration and things not going the way that he thought. And Bailey, when he came in for Mac being hurt, things kind of just flowed the way that they were supposed to. They looked pretty good. I mean, listen, we all remember the quarterback controversy that was that was had during the time. People wondered if Bailey Zappi was just going to be the starter the rest of the way and what kind of turmoil that would cause. There was those conversations. I don't know how real they were, but people were having them. We were talking about the idea of... Bailey Zappi staying with the Patriots as the starting quarterback for the remainder of that season. I mean, remember, Mac Jones took the Patriots to the playoffs in year one, really took a step back in year two. How much can you blame him considering the people kind of running the offense? But here's the other part of this that I think is very important. Quote, I don't think Bill appreciated the way that Mac handled some of the stuff last year. There's a way that I think Bill thinks a franchise quarterback should conduct himself. And for the most part, Tom Brady did conduct himself that way. I think there were certain things in the way that Mac handled his second year as a pro that Bill didn't appreciate, end quote. Are we, just, are we back in high school here? I mean, that's what these quotes make me, make me think about. Infighting between cliques in, in high school. Bill had the greatest of all time who conducted himself on a different plane than everybody else ever who's played the position. Expecting a quarterback to come in and act the way Tom Brady did, I think's a little ridiculous. And if if the way Bill thinks a franchise quarterback should conduct himself is the way Tom Brady did, that's a that's a tough ask of a young kid in year two. Did Tom Brady act that way in year two in New England? I don't know. There are growing pains with a rookie quarterback. The guy had a very successful rookie season and took a massive step backwards, not because he regressed massively. The team around him regressed pretty poorly, and also the coaching wasn't very good. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. But you, you, you take all these quotes. The Bailey conducted the offense better. He, he did what they wanted to do, and Bill doesn't appreciate the way Mac handled some of the frustration, the way he handled himself this year. You can kind of mix that up in the the mixing pot of the NFL rumor cycle here in the cauldron, and you can you know move the big spoon around. I don't know what the big spoon is called, so we're just going to call it a big spoon. You can, ladle. It's a ladle. You can move the ladle around, and then you can start to you, you can poof out. Your end result could be Mac Jones getting traded this offseason, and you can add him to the list of all those quarterbacks that I just mentioned. Aaron Rodgers potentially being on the move. Derek Carr in a new place next season. Lamar potentially getting traded. Jimmy G going to be a starter somewhere else next season. Mac Jones could be added to that list. He could be playing someplace else next year. And I know everybody wants to connect the easy dots. Well, the Raiders now need a quarterback. The Raiders moved on from Derek Carr. Josh McDaniels was just in New England. You think he would trade for Mac Jones? Josh McDaniels runs the Las Vegas Raiders the same way that Bill Belichick ran the New England Patriots. The Patriot way is a mindset. The Patriot way is a lifestyle. The Patriot way follows these coaches wherever they go. It's why, by and large, coaches off the Belichick coaching tree tend to struggle when they go be head coaches. It's not repeatable. They can't take the secret sauce of Bill and Tom and move it someplace else. And I think the longer we go, the, the, the more years we get removed from Tom being in New England, I think we're all starting to come around to the idea that it was more Tom than it was Bill. And if that's a hot take here on the show, I'll, I'll open the door for it. It's more about, Bill than, uh, more, more about Tom than it was about Bill. 
Tom never was the highest paid player in his position, allowed the team to have maximum roster flexibility. You want to do a fun little thought exercise? We did this in the TD and staff meeting yesterday. We were talking about these rumors of Mac Jones potentially going someplace else and the Raiders came up. Do a little thought exercise here. Take five minutes out of your day, maybe 10 minutes to go a little further back, and I would like you to go through the draft history of the New England Patriots over the last decade. Find me the top-tier draft class. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. You're going to be searching for longer than 10 minutes to find that elite draft class that we talk with other teams having all the time. The Patriots' draft history recently is not very good, specifically with Bill as the GM. They don't hit a lot of home runs. What they do is they have maximum cap flexibility because the way their quarterback operated in order to win a lot of championships, they could bring people in on discounts because they knew that those teams would be competitive and have a chance to win, and they would win a lot. A lot, a lot. That's not repeatable elsewhere. You can't go to Denver if you're Josh McDaniels and make that work. You can't go to Vegas and make that work right away. And that's why Derek Carr is going to be moving out. That's why Jared Stenham might be the quarterback there. But if the, if the anticipation is for Josh McDaniels to trade for Mac Jones, well, guess what? If Unless you think Josh and Mac are just on a different wavelength and are, and are can work better together, what Josh is going to ask of Mac is the same thing that Bill asked of Mac. So it's not going to change all that much. And what's a, what's a realistic trade compensation? They're not trading their first-round pick. They're picking the top 10. You're not trading a top 10 pick for Mac Jones. You can trade a two. You trade a day two pick, a two or three. Does that really spice things up for the New England Patriots? And are they really going to go into another season? How many more years is Bill Belichick going to be the head coach of the New England Patriots? He's chasing down the all-times win record. He probably needs, I think, I think the math is he needs like nine wins over the next three seasons or so to get there. You're going to do that with Bailey Zappi? They're not going to do a rebuild. So they're kind of stuck. This is kind of the, the path that they've charted for themselves. They took Mac Jones in the first round. They've made this choice. And after year two, they're going to get off the ride. I know we talked about this yesterday with the Packers, but even more so. I don't know if you can get off the ride after one uh, tumultuous season in which a, a big part of it is Mac got hurt and also who the coaches were. You've brought some stability back. You brought Bill O'Brien in the building. Let's see what that looks like before we completely write off the future of Mac Jones. You have a very capable backup in Bailey Zappi, so if things don't go your way during the season and you're trying to salvage the season or Mac gets hurt again, you've got a great in-house option. But to say we're just going to absolutely jump ship and we're going to trade Mac Jones, who's trading for Mac Jones? Are the Panthers trading for Mac Jones? Are the Colts trading for Mac Jones? The Saints trading for Mac Jones? The Raiders maybe? Are the Jets trading for Mac Jones? They could trade Mac Jones in the division? Seattle trading for Mac Jones? Houston, are they going to trade for Mac Jones? Again, go through all the teams that need a quarterback. You're going to put them in two buckets. They're either looking for that uh, illustrious big-name quarterback, the Panthers, maybe the Colts, maybe the Jets for sure, or they're a team that's probably at a stage of the rebuild where they're going to be looking for a young quarterback to build their entire team around, and they want to handpick their guy, not trade draft capital to get him. They want to invest draft capital, specifically a top pick, to get a C.J. Stroud, a Will Levis, or Bryce Young. That's the cycle that you put yourself in. And so I get it. I can understand after everything that happened last year and the powder keg that it was at times throughout the year that both sides maybe want to move on. But I think it's best for both teams to come together, both sides of this to come together and work on fixing this relationship because I don't think the Patriots are better without Mac Jones. And I don't know how good Mac Jones is going to be without the New England Patriots. I don't know another place that he can go that's going to be a fantastic landing spot for him that's going to set him up for immediate success in 2023. You're going to put him on the Saints, who have a roster that is not well-constructed to support a young quarterback right now. They're going to spend all their money on Derek Carr, and they're not going to give him a roster at all. 
The Raiders, they don't have the infrastructure right now. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, how many of those guys are still going to be there next season? Josh Jacobs is a free agent. And of those three pass catchers, do they is the is the Patriot way for Josh McDaniels going to be to clean house and get rid of all those guys? Who knows? Who knows what that's going to look like? And so I can understand the frustration. I can understand both sides kind of being sick and tired of each other. But with the way 2022 went and how it was disastrous at times. But I think for both sides, and part of me is rooting for this because I don't think the Patriots are going to be very good with Mac. But I do ultimately think that for both sides, the best course of action is to try to fix this for this upcoming season and then reevaluate at the end of 2023 after the end of the third year because you'll have to decide on the fifth-year option for Mac. And so you can make that determination then of what kind of situation do we find ourselves in. Do we want to continue to move forward or is this relationship completely... uh, unrepairable and we're we are unable to move forward and we need to move on that's the question that they have to ask themselves so i'm hedging a little bit against these comments there's a lot of hedges there's i don't know i'm not saying uh you know i think there's a lot of hedging here so i'm not putting too much stock into this meaning that mac jones and bill belichick are going to have a complete falling out and he's, he's going to be traded this offseason I don't think that's going to be the case. I think in football, things can get very testy. There's a lot of machismo. There's a lot of ego. Everybody wants to succeed. Everybody wants to do it their way. Everybody wants to win. And I think for a New England fan base that's kind of gotten used to it and a New England culture up there that's kind of gotten used to winning, having some some rough some rough waters maybe led to some outbursts. And I think they'll be able to get past it. But we'll keep an eye on it. We'll file it away. But this is now two days in a row that I've put some, I've thrown some cold water on some quotes that I'm not necessarily putting 100% stock into. I'm not betting on them entirely. So that's two days in a row. We'll see what the rest of the week has in store for us. Thanks to you for making this show a part of your day. Rating, reviewing, subscribing. We do appreciate it all. Thanks, as always, to Online for their continued support of the podcast. I hope everybody makes it a great rest of their Tuesday. I'll talk to you all tomorrow.